This is the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and J.J. Wilson. Hi, Linda Bruno. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself there? Doing pretty good, although we've had a lot of heat here in New York and humidity. Yes, yes. I had a headache for like... Like, I had a headache for like five days straight. It was horrible. But woke up this morning and the humidity had lessened and I woke up fantastically. Oh, good. (laughs) So I feel so much better now. Good. Which is why we can podcast and me not be screaming in pain. But um, welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Yes, we're not on camera today because some of, of us personal reasons had surgery on our on faces, my nose. on his nose. He yeah. doesn't want you to see him yet. So until he's no, all pretty. No, not yet. Not yet. Not, not until yet. he's all pretty. Right, till I'm taller. <laughs> um, so we had an interesting um, question come in. It wasn't really a question, it was more of a concern from a student who will remain nameless. Because she wound yeah. up booking a really- I'm going to start hanging out with her, though. She's booking all these freaking big jobs so... and has to ask these questions. What do I do <laughs> when I've got a gig so big that I don't know what to do with the money? Yeah, that I know. That was the question. Yeah. So she booked a pretty big job and she- I sent her my address. <laughs> she had never booked a big job like that. And she genuinely wanted to know, well, what did the gurus do when they booked their first big job? Do you remember what your first big job was? I guess it's all relative too, you know. Oh God, no! It was so long ago. I'm so I, 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 think about I, that. When I moved to New York in '97, and I got my agent, and I started pounding the pavement, I got lucky. And like in the first three weeks of being in New York, I booked a big job, and it was yep. for Kenny Shoes, now defunct. If anybody knows what that shoe store was, yep. And it was a bunch of wild spots, which means it ran in various cities. And it was, there were seven of them. And it was all because I knew how to speak quickly well. So I was basically doing a laundry list of different types of shoes or running shoes, biking shoes, hiking shoes, walking shoes. So I booked the job because of that. So there you go. If you speak quickly, that could help you in something. Yep. And I go in and do the session, which is fantastic. And, you know, then it was the residual thing because it was union and I was getting checks. And at the time, I think I got like over the five grand, you know. And for me, from going from making $18,000 a year salary, the $5,000 was like, holy In a day. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my first big expense was towards rent and living. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't have the cushion to be able to do anything else with it. The, the way I started, it was it was weird. It just, it, it blossomed very quickly because I was working at the radio station and then I just met the right people. I met the Connie Zimmets, the Randy Birds of the studio, uh, the Jay Stevens, the, the the whole gang. And within six months, I went from zero to I quit my job. Wow, that's pretty quick. Um, it was nuts. And and then I got, I was, at one point I was the voice of Ford, Channel 4, the Florida Lottery, Publix, and something else that was huge. And it was, oh, oh, the, uh, the star newspaper. Remember the star? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reach for a star. And I was doing them every week and they paid $2,000 a spot because they were oh running God. everywhere. And I do them every Friday. 
<laughs> and I went from nothing to <laughs> so what'd you six, do with seven thousand dollars a week. So what were you doing with that money? Well, I moved to a bigger house because mm-hmm. we had children on the way. And uh, uh, when I got Ford, I immediately went to the Ford dealer because the owner of that dealership was the head of the board of directors of Ford, who allowed me to do their spots. So I thought I'd you know give back. Mm-hmm. And I think I bought seven cars from that man in the three years I had the Ford account. Oh, God. Um, actually, one day I was driving around in a, uh, it was a Ford F-150 Harley Davidson edition. I mean, this was a nice truck. Wow. And uh, I had lost Ford and we drove past a Dodge dealer and they had a brand new Magnum. It had just come out, the station wagon. Mm-hmm. And it had 22 inch rims on it and it was jet black and my son, who was about eight, went, oh, my God. And 25 minutes later, we were driving that out. <laughs> so I, I bought a lot of cars. I, <laughs> I uh, you know, it, it was nice. It allowed me to, to let my children experience things that, mm-hmm. you know, my son was in the boy choir. And it was expensive. It was a, it's a world-renowned boy choir. Mm-hmm. And I did, a couple of years ago, add up all the receipts, and it was $127,000 for eight years for him. Oh, my gosh. That I spent on that. Wow. You know, because they would take trips to Italy uh, for the summer and tour all of Italy as a choir. And wow. then they went to, um, oh, I don't know, just, I think he was saying in five different countries. That's cool. And the clothing and the outfits and the, mm-hmm. you know, when I would buy tickets I would want all my friends to be there. So I would buy like four rows of tickets. Yeah. You know, for everybody to come. And uh, then he got into, <laughs> he, he booked the job in the Florida Grand Opera's version of the Magic Flute. He was one of the spirits. Oh, wow. Because his harmonization was so good. And tickets were like $200 a night. And I saw all 19 performances. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't miss one. Aww. Because I just, I couldn't. He was right? singing a duet with one of the most famous uh, sopranos in the country at the time. Wow. And uh, it was just, I spent it on that. And That's Charlotte cool. was, uh, my daughter was a world, uh, not world, but the state uh, Irish step dancing champion. She wanted to get into that. And the shoes alone are more than a car <laughs> and the dresses and the wigs and the, and, and I, I, I knew, thank goodness, because I suck with money that it was all union, so they were putting it away for me. Oh, gotcha. So that is what I'm going to retire on those first 10 years in the union. Right. You know, or, or since I've joined. Um, but thank God, because I, I just, I don't, I don't would, hang yeah. on to it well. My, my successes, if I had, my big bookings came very slowly. So it was like, then I would go a year with nothing, you know, and then another yes, year well, of yeah. little yeah. things here and there, and then another... It was the story I've told before where I was about to quit doing voiceovers and right. I wound up booking a job that day that wound up right. lasting for a year and a half. So I was the yep. <clears throat> the um, voice for this AT&T uh, campaign. Um, and I remember thinking, okay, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And I was married at the time and I was really big into traveling. And so my ex and I went to London and it had always been a dream of mine to wake up in a hotel room that had a view of Big Ben. Ah, yes. I was just going to say, I wonder yeah. if it was Big Ben. Yep. So I looked up, there was a Marriott at the time there, and I'm like, I am spending for a couple of nights, you know, it's my treat to myself for the Suncom wireless account. And I did a few nights, you know, we did a few nights there. And then another year, a couple years later, I'd booked something else big, 
me and Sandy and another friend of ours all went to Paris. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to treat us all to New Year's Eve on a cruise on the Seine in Paris. And it was an expensive little ticket. It was just one evening, but it was dinner. It was music. It was unbelievable to see New Year's Eve with the Eiffel Tower and the whole thing. It was a big party. So for me, it's been like travel things, you know, because I didn't have any family, like kids. So I spent my little they were like little treats for yourself because if you do something well and you're like, oh my gosh, I booked this, you should reward yourself with something. Yes. The other thing that I did, which is I think a, a good suggestion for the student, you know, if the job is that big, I invested in real estate. Mm. I bought four duplexes and three houses, one of which my mother lived in, and I I just rented them out for like five years. Mm-hmm. And I was making a couple thousand dollars a month from that by the time, you know, the, the mortgages got down. And, but you have to be careful. Now is not the time to do that because <laughs> interest rates are going up tomorrow. Um, but I, it was right before the crash. I, I'd sold everything but my mother's house and I made a fortune Oh wow! on those things. I mean, it was, it was sick. Yeah. And then I sold, I decided to move to upstate New York. So my mom was going to come with us. So I paid 66,000 for her house. It was a corner lot in Fort Lauderdale, two one, 900 square feet, 66,000. I put that on the market and my house on the market the same morning. My mother's house sold in an hour for $266,000. Jeez. And my house took four years <laughs> to sell. <laughs> And I got $150,000 less than I owed on it. Oh, my God. Plus, I paid the mortgage on it for four years. Holy. And on top of that, I had bought a laundromat three years before that. I figured, I what voice talent doesn't need a laundromat? <laughs> I lost $180,000 on that. So everything I made was gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot. I've had not so much. <laughs> So in answer to your question, whatever feels good. Whatever you want to do. But <laughs> yeah, try my, and invest. Put some of it away. My bookkeeping mom would always say, take 30% out for taxes. Because yes. those taxes are going to bite you later. Yep. Got to exactly. make sure you put 30%. But Or like we talked about before, I was thinking, well, why don't you just do 50% for something fun and 50% for your savings? You know, if you're... Yeah, if, yeah of what's left after the 30% for right, taxes. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay, so you have 70, so 35 and 35, or yeah. 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 If you put $20 away a day. Compound for interest. 40, 45, you know, years. Oh, yeah. You'll be a you'll millionaire. You'll have 2 or $3 million in mm-hmm. the bank. That's compound when you interest. Retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yep. wish that I had taken that advice in my 20s. Me too. Because I didn't put anything away. Yeah. And I was oh, really no. missed credit card. Oh, guess what? I'll put on a credit card. <laughs> I'll pay it back. Yeah. Oh, another trip? Sure. I'll put it, put on a credit card. I'll pay it back. Yeah. Oh, man, did that kill, kill me for a long time. I try to tell my neighbors because they're in their 20s, and I'm like, just do yourself a favor. Just start putting money away. Just put anything away, yes. anything away that you can, and put it in something safe and smart. Don't go crazy with day trading or whatever. Some of these people get all, you know. Right. But for me, I didn't wind up put, starting to put any money away till I hit 40. So yeah. that's, you know, that's pretty late in life to do. Yeah. Um, but Well, God, I better start because I'm 61. 
<laughs> but <sighs> thank God I did, you know, and, and it was the old, you know, hey, make hay while the, while the sun shines. While I was doing well, I was like, I have got to put away as much as I can because I don't know how long this is going to last. Yep. And, and then also to pay cash for as many things as possible. Right. And Connie Zimmett used to always say, pay ahead for stuff if you can. If you yep. know, if you could pay exactly. some utilities That's or something, yep. right, pay ahead. So that way you're, because we go through those ups and downs financially, we were not getting killed. Right. If we have a slow month this month, in five months, we're going to go, where the hell's all my money? Yeah. Well, it you did it five months ago and it's not here yet and you're out of the other money. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, gosh. Yes, 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 Linda. Yes, I know. But it's, yep. it's, don't, you know, treat yourself because you work hard, you audition a lot. And if something hits and you get lucky and, and you're the right voice for that, then man, right. just enjoy it. Enjoy Do it. as much as your finances will allow with still being smart enough to put stuff away for the future. Yes. Because you never know. You mm-hmm. never know. Medical, you know. Yes. You never know what's going to come down the pike of life. That that took over $100,000 out of my pocket in the last three years just with deductibles and, wow. and rehab and all that stuff. Yeah. The bill for the heart thing was a million dollars. Jeez. And I decided to have it 12 days before my uh, insurance started again. And I hadn't <laughs> been to the doctor. So I had to pay all $8,000 of it. Janine fell down. I had to pay $8,000 of it, of hers. Wow. So between December 3rd and December 31st, I paid $16,000 out in deductibles. Wow. And then we both used them again, and then we both used them again. Wow. That's $48,000 right there. (laughs) Um, And and the other thing is life insurance. Mm -hmm. Make sure you never, you know, get it. But what I, because you never know. I mean, I had a life insurance policy for 20 years and it ran out two weeks before I had my heart attack. And it was a million dollar policy. And I was, you know, on the phone just days before my heart attack with, with with my guy. And I said, you know, start doing some investigating. I want to renew. I know it's going to be more money now. And he said, all right, I'll get back to you. And he called me after my heart attack and he said, you can never get life insurance again from anybody. Yeah, you're done. And, you know, Janine and I sat down and we went, holy shit. Yeah. What are we going to do? So what we did was we put everything in my name Mm -hmm. because I have less chance of living than her. It's it's (laughs) morbid, but that's what we had to do. Right. All the cars are in my name. So if I die, they take them away. She can get one with a normal payment. Right, right, right. (laughs) Gotcha. I the gotcha. house is in her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, just be prepared for everything, but have fun. Yeah. My father died with not much. Yeah. But damn, if we didn't have a great life and a lot of fun. <laughs> we really did. And he left enough for my mom. He knew he had his pensions. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, some of the people I see around the neighborhood, we live in a more of an older neighborhood. And, uh, you know, they're driving around in their Lincolns and this and that. And, one guy, one guy across the street, I was outside earlier, he's having his gutters cleaned, but not the inside, the outside of the gutters. <laughs> okay. There's a guy with a Mennonite out there with a scrub brush cleaning the outside of the gutters. And I'm going, are you serious? Oh <laughs> Come on. That's and then the lady said, so what are you going to do with your lawn? I said, let it die in eight weeks when it snows. <laughs> <laughs> she was, oh, you're not going to call true green? And I went, 
no, I don't have $300 a month to make my grass just a little bit greener than it is now. <laughs> so have fun. You got to have fun. Life then, is short. But now they actually say life is long, death is short. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> that'll death be a different short. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, have fun, but take it from someone who had a lot of fun with all the traveling she did and really was like, oh, I'm going to be able to pay all this off, you know, and then thankfully I had some great supportive people in my corner that were like, stop the madness, make sure you're putting money away. And even though I did start late at 40, you know, I finally made a decent choice as far as a partner goes and had a proper head on his shoulders since my ex was terrible with money, terrible with money. So, you know, this time around, you know, I'm, I'm marrying a financial advisor. So at least better late than never. Right. right. <laughs> what can you, and, you know, in lifetimes, um, I've been, you, you never know in life. So no. put some away because, I mean, I've had a lot of money mm-hmm. twice. And I've also been in credit card debt over a hundred thousand dollars twice. 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 Wow. Well, the Screen Actors Guild strike killed me. Oh my God. And you know, I started living on credit cards and I had boat payments and, and yeah, it was, it was terrible. Because I didn't stop buying stuff. Well, I there did you what go. You did. I'll just put it on the car. <laughs> down payment six thousand. Here you go, dumbass. So it can go, you know, a lot of people go through that. You're rich, you're poor, you're rich, you're poor. Mm-hmm. But, and you just, you're I feel like you have to feel the important. loss though, in order to appreciate the good. You do. And, you know? and I, it's, it's a, again, another morbid thing, but, and I hope nobody has to feel it, but the first time I got stuck with anxiety and, and the bad, the bad heart, it didn't matter mm-hmm. whether I had money or not. It yeah. just didn't matter. I was on the couch shaking. Right. So your health is number one. Don't overwork. Don't kill yourself to, you know, you know, and I, I tend to do that. I've really never missed except for my heart attack. I've never missed a session. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I don't go on vacation. And if I do, I've got the studio. I'm in the laundry room, you know, recording. Hello. 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 hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so, and we also wanted to talk about, um, uh, we just had your, uh, the, the, the masterclass. Yeah, Uh, so we do once a month, we have our Ask the Gurus Hour for Masterclass members. Um, And you get an hour with us, basically talk about anything you want, ask anything you want. And we had our mock audition last week. Well, to a point, you know, I mean, I can't help you if you're... We can talk about JJ's heart attack, talk (laughs) about me getting into credit card debt. Um, But we we keep it voiceover related. So we had one of our students joined us like an hour ago, and he wanted to go over something that we did in the mock audition. And it was cool because he actually got like a little bit of a private coaching session. Yes, he really did. Because he redid it. He sent over audio. And that that is what the Q&A is for. If that's what you want to use it for, you know, that's what you use it for. Yeah. And when, as soon as I heard it, I went, nope. Mm -hmm. I turned it off into five seconds and I went, nope, you're not, this is not what we talked about the other night. You redirected him. But within 10 minutes, I had him there. He got it. Mm -hmm. And then the discussion changed to, why that's so good mm-hmm. because if you're in a producer situation and they hire you in your voice and blah, 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 and that you're not anywhere near where they want you to be. If you take direction really well and really listen and really think about what's going on, you can get there in a matter of moments. And he did. And I went, wow, 
and he was done. If I was the producer, I would have said, you know, let's do one more take for safety and do a three right. row of this. Um, but he was able to come well. from nowhere near the read to, wow, that was some read. Yeah. That's how important it is. It's not, you know, if you don't get frustrated because you don't get the read right on the first few takes, be frustrated if you can't get it when somebody's telling you exactly how to read it. Right. <laughs> That's the frustrating part. If you can't hear what we're talking about, then there's a lot of practice that has to be done <laughs> on your exactly. own. Exactly. You know? But leads me to something else. We are going to do another copy comprehension script breakdown class. We're going to do it in September. I'm about to post that. I'm going to actually look up what the date is because we agreed. And that is a great class because that also came down to one of the, answering one of the questions that um, the student had because he said, how do you know how, you, how we should have read that spot with no specs? Exactly. You know? Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. And, yeah. that, and that came down to what? What do you think? That, uh, that came down to how you perceive it. You've got to ask your questions like, and, and this is from Alyssa. Thank you so much. She, she taught me to do this even after all these years. Who are you when you're saying this? Mm -hmm. Why are you saying it? Where are you when you're saying it? Who are you saying it to? Right. Why are you saying it to them? Are you talking to a one person? Are you talking to... People in an audience who have gathered for a big corporate meeting? Are you talking to a mom who's got mm -hmm. frustrations with children? Or in this particular case, with this spot that we were working on, are you talking to yourself? Yeah. Is it in your So head? if you can figure all those things out, then you can create a situation. It's just like creating a character if you book a movie part. You know, you are Superman. Now you gotta figure out what traits that character has. Mm-hmm. And what is he trying to do? So that's what we delve very deeply into that and, and, and the words that you see and what are they really trying to say? Yeah. Well, the script breakdown class totally covers all of that really in right. depth. We kind of right. touched it a little bit with the student, but we also were talking about research and how you do have to pay attention to commercials and Thank advertising. You. you have to pay attention. You can't zip through commercials. You can't turn it off can't go grab that beer. You know, you need to pay attention to what is booking jobs now. I mean, it's not exactly. when I first started out and it was in the, you know, I was like 25 and I was like, oh, I want to do promos. And I would wa watch like the Lifetime channel or something. I would literally sit there and mimic the women that did the promos. I would just yep. mimic because I'd say, well, they're booking it. Must be what I should do. So it wasn't reinventing anything. I was paying attention you have to pay attention to what is happening. I was talking about it with you guys earlier that Pandora, you know, they we we do the unpaid version. So we hear the commercials and they have a team of people like a roster of voice talent that they kind of rotate out here and there. And this one girl is doing the majority of the spots that I'm hearing. And it, so that read is what is popular. <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. you don't really have to think much further into it and go, OK, this yeah. is because the clients are picking her you know, for the spot. Um, but you have to do the research. You can't ignore it. And you, and you have to read you, about things. Yeah. You can't tell your gurus when you're studying to do voiceovers that, oh, I don't watch commercials. I fast forward through them. <laughs> well, that's dumb. <laughs> Those are the people making money. <laughs> kind of a pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. And see what's popular, just like you've been talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have cable TV, try and get it. 
<laughs> or listen to something with commercials? Something that has commercials, I know. Well, I mean, thankfully, if you don't pay for like Hulu, you see commercials. Right. Some of these streaming right. services, that's what, you know, right. and YouTube, obviously, there's tons of commercials that air. I just fast forward through those. Oh, good. <laughs> Skip no, ad. Don't do Skip that. Ad. Skip ad. Yeah, don't. I, I pause before them, go have my soda, come back, and I go, ah, it's Jiffy. <laughs> it sounds ah. simple. It sounds simple, but people. A lot of people don't think about that. No. Yeah. But that's our job. <laughs> what did I say before? I said it's like wanting to become a doctor, but watching a plumber do it instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to watch the actual people who are on network television making a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what, so, what are they doing? That is our advice from the voiceover gurus. And that, that advice. Okay. So September 13th is when our breakdown class is going to happen at one o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time. We'll post it soon so you guys can sign up. But it's, you know, I think we did two and a half hours last time. Yeah. Because we needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're probably going to limit the number of people too because. Uh, to 30. Let's limit it to 30 <laughs> this time. Now, the first time I had, I think we had 10. Yeah. 12. Which was fine. We Everybody got a good chance. It was just the, well, the last one we had, I think was 10. The other one was like more and then we everybody was kind of crammed in there. So yeah. um, we'll, we, we will keep it at a. You know, a good uh, amount. So everybody gets a chance to really go through a script or two. Because that's what we're about. We're not about, oh, my God, I want to make an in- influx of money right now. So let's go right. ahead and teach a class. We're having 85 people come in. <laughs> right. <laughs> the class is 40 minutes. Right. Okay. <laughs> go. Thank you. Go. Thank you. Go. Well, Thank some you. of these seminars go. and courses that are happening that I'm hearing about, it is a never-ending amount of people that can pay to be. And then maybe you get, sometimes you get randomly selected. You know? Randomly selected. <laughs> or you pay the extra fee to be able to participate. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that does exist. Wow. Yeah. And that's really? fine. I mean, and you'll Here's say- Here's $500. I hope you pick me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I know of some students that are taking classes and then they tell me what they pay. And then I say, well, did you wind up reading? No, we didn't have time or whatever. It's like, jeez. <laughs> Next time I'll give them a book of matches. <laughs> They could just light the $500 on fire <laughs> and then, then then visit us for an hour and get, you know, I mean, my Lord. I uh, know, it's just, I it's know, I know. It's, it's funny, though. It's so funny. Well, oh that's God. great. I think we, we actually, in a short amount of time, covered some good information. I think we do. I think we do. We do, we do, we do. Yes. And you know, you need to feel some stress when you're in this business to make you work harder to continue auditioning. You need to feel the pennies being pinched. You need to, because if everything comes easy in your life, you're not going to be motivated to get out of bed and go and audition. Right. So it's like you have I was to always, I always try and stay two or three months ahead in all of my bills. Oh, aren't you I mean, the ones, that, the ones that come in, you know, monthly, the electric bill and stuff, I pay yeah. the first day they get here. So I know I've got like 45 days till the next one. Wow. But it's a stupid way to live, Linda. I can't believe you got me into this. I was going to say, geez, you're better than me. <laughs> I don't do that. Well, you know, you know, you have a dry month and in four months you go, oh my God, I don't have any money. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, as I'm uh, panicking as we head into August. I'm yes. Like, oh, God, oh, yeah. No. That's going to be a great month. Not August. <laughs> The dreaded August. That's why I'm going away. I'm going on a cruise. You are? Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to Bermuda. Oh, wow. Never been. No? And I've never been on a cruise. Oh. I've never been on a cruise either. Really? I went on a little one. 
The boat was like, I don't know, 200 feet long. Wasn't a big deal. Now, this is like a Royal Caribbean, like a legit cruise. Oh, Bermuda. Wow. It's nice, right? That's what I hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Crystal it's clear waters. Two firsts The water's for me. clearer than my drinking water here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like August is a great month to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But of course, of course, one of my longtime clients that I haven't worked for in probably two years reaches out and says, are you going anywhere? Because we have a <laughs> massive project coming for you. No joke. So they have 1,100 prompts for me to do. 1,100 prompts? Yes. And the producer reached out and said, I want to find out your situation. I go, well, I just happen to be leaving for this period. But of course, of course, you know, I haven't heard from them or worked for them in two years. And of course. Of course. Yep. It's the energy, yep. the flow, yep. the flow. Like I said, Channel 7 has a camera planted somewhere in my car. Because <laughs> whenever I get out of here during the day just to go have lunch or go up this, you know, to pick up something from Lowe's, the second I turn the car off at Lowe's, it's ding dong, hurry, I need this. It's a Channel 7 <laughs> weather update. And I'm going, oh, Christ, no, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, that was fun. That was great. Um, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening again yeah. to our jibber-jabber. What number podcast is this? I think this is 96. Oh. Well, mm -hmm. we should do four more today and reach 100. Well, we're going to be at 100 soon, and we're going to have a little guest on the 100th one, so don't really? say anything, okay? Don't. I don't know who it is, okay, so I good, can't. Okay, <laughs> good. We have a special guest that's going to join us for our 100th celebratory episode. Wow. So I know. So we'll just have to wait. Is it Matt? <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't want Matt on the podcast. <laughs> I, I think it'd be good if we <coughs> talked about money. Yeah, no, you don't want to put everybody to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, anyway. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I could bring my puppies on. You know no, what? I, I still not. remember, like it was yesterday, even though it wasn't, I still remember not having any money, my bank account being in the negative. Oh, yeah, I've been right. there, yeah. Yeah, and oh, you'd yeah. go to the ATM and it would be like minus whatever. No, no, no. No, it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working. I was working a murder mystery dinner theater train on the weekends. I, w I had my regular job that I was making 18K a year doing radio station stuff. And then here and there doing on-air shifts that I pay got paid eight bucks an hour for to, to scrape everything <laughs> together. And I remember going to the grocery store and being like, I don't have enough money to, you know, you watch. But you talk about with your kids how when you, you were having to go and. You get, you didn't have any money at the point you were having to feed your children. Yep. That it's that yep. those I are the moments. I still had some, but we had to change our lifestyle drastically <clears throat> mm -hmm. during the strike because I just you know, I, I lost all of it. But those those are the defining moments. They say what shows your true characters, how you behave, and how you react when you're at your lowest. Exactly. When you were like at I your said, most well, kids, mm -hmm. things are going to change for a little while. Yep. Um, you know, Johnny, you're going to have to wear your sister's clothes. And he went, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a hand-me-down. He said, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what keeps you hungry. And that says, hey, I'm, that's you know, right. I'm going to stay in this and I'm going to, yep. I'm going to do what I have to do till I make money. Yep. All right, everybody. Good thanks stuff. for joining us. We will see you, you all soon. Thank you for being with us. And have and, a great uh, rest of your day. Always remember, as my father used to say, if I don't see you, I'll see you. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.